It's not that serious. 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 Hello, ladies and gentlemen, especially the ladies. Mm-hmm. Let me redo that. I swear we're better than this. <laughs> Hello, Go ladies ahead. and gentlemen. It is May 17. Um, deep into quarantine, balls deep into quarantine, and the 11th anniversary of Minecraft. This is not that Ooh. serious, XM. You're on with Orange Shoe and Victor. Matude Matata. Hello, guys, and to everyone listening, thank you for tuning in. Um, we are balls deep into quarantine. I don't know what to do with myself anymore. Tomorrow, Miami opens. I'm terrified, actually. And, oh, it does? Um, yeah, it does. It opens tomorrow. So if you want to just go do stupid shit and um, have to wear a mask by doing it, tomorrow's the day. Uh, I think I'm going to stay home, bro. Yeah, I think I'm staying home, too. I think that second wave is about to fuck us all over. But... um. You know, I'm happy though. I mean, that sounded very fucking horrible, but I'm I'm happy, man. <laughs> How's your week? It's been all right. It's been all right, actually. Uh, I actually got a bike last weekend. All I've been doing is biking. Hella gnats out here. It was it was fucking like yo. It's been raining for the past three days, and if anyone knows, if anyone lives around like tropic weather, the day after it rains, gnats just start flying out. And I think I had gnat for dinner for like the past three days. <laughs> So that's for dinner. Yeah. Um well, did you hear about the new Percy Jackson series? I have. I have heard about it. It's gonna be on Disney Plus. So I you know, I'm gonna have to invest. I, I need to save up my quarantine money, invest in some Disney Plus <laughs> because I think uh I heard that Rick Riordan, the author, would be like closely monitoring it so it won't turn out like that like their first movie, which was like a total flop. Yeah, the first movie was horrible. I saw the movie. I was greatly disappointed. I only watched it once. Normally, the first Percy Jackson book was like the first book I read from like beginning to end, and I thought it was I thought it was great. I kept on with the series after that. But the that first, first movie picture book was my first <laughs> non-picture book. But um, after that, like they said they were gonna keep on rec- like making the movies and making it into a series. But the first movie was such a flop that they just said fuck it. It's been I don't know how many years it's been. I think it's been like ten years. But it, they have not even like considered making another one of those movies. Yeah, so that was good to hear. Yeah, that was uh, good to hear. I'm excited for it. Um, so let's not wait any longer. We heard some chuckles in the background. We got our two guests, Johan Guzman and Gio Tio. Yeah. On the line. What is good, guys? Hey guys, what's up? Thanks yeah. for well. I guess I'll I'll start. Um, well, guys, Victor and Arn, thanks for inviting us on on your podcast. Um, it's been fun to listen to you guys while I go to sleep. Go you know. <laughs> sleep during the podcast. Boy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Honestly, I mean, my you guys just start. You guys just start with the thing, and it said pillow pillow talk. So like. It was, oh, it was pretty, pretty, you know, it was pretty relaxing. interesting. But actually, after I thought that, you had I to be at the start... pillow to listen to that. <laughs> nah, nah. Then I started listening to it in the car, and there you go. So, you know what I'm saying? But the thing I is, don't I need you been falling in the asleep car. in the car, yo. The car, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nah, just thanks for having us on to on, on your podcast. It's cool. This is cool. Absolutely. Let's see what we'll talk about. I appreciate you for listening to us like that. Like, this big man knows that we had a podcast called Pillow Talk. <laughs> of course, of course. And the uh, Yamule Mao. I mean, that oh. dude, that, I, know that, I know that music. I grew up with that music. I grew, I grew up with that stuff. 
Yo, we're actually I was with my dad yesterday and I was just telling Gio that that um I guess this like quarantine, I mean this not quarantine, but this COVID nineteen situation, everything is just so it's so interesting. It's so weird because like with people that you're closest to, you also feel like you're furthest away from, even though we're all in the same town, we're all in the same like I live in Vienna, Gio was touring on Broadway or the show he was doing. Arn lives in Toronto. Vic, you live in Miami? Yeah, I'm still in Miami. So, like, we're all in different places, you know what I mean? And, like, now we're back, but then I feel like it's like, okay, cool, yeah, I can see my friends or I can see my dad, for example. My parents are divorced, so I have to go see my dad, like, whatever. But then I haven't seen him in, like, a month. And so, like, I go see him last yesterday for the first time. And, like, it just seems so weird. It just seems like people are so close, but then so far at this in this weird time. And then, like, I have friends texting me, like, oh, you're ghosting on me and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, but, like, it, dude, I'm sorry. I don't mean to ghost on you. It's just, like, I feel like I'm trying to fill up my time with I don't know what. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just so weird, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, whatever. But yeah. Dude, I've been, like, running around the block, and I've seen so many people from, like, middle school and high school. Yo. I'm like, bro, you're back here in Miami. What are you <laughs> doing here? <laughs> Everyone's trapped, bro. This is, where, this is where we come back in times of trouble. Like, you know, yeah. if, 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 the, if, if we're all ever in town, you know, we're usually, like, at each other's house or, like, out or something, but it's, we're back under different circumstances, and it, it, it's, uh, it's almost um, it's a new feeling, like, it, it's not like we're not it's not like we're like far away it's not like um you know we're not trying to see each other we just can't yeah exactly. and, and we're doing a good I job think it also shows, i think it also shows like different shades of the city you're, you're raised up in in a way you know what i mean like i feel like right now i've seen different shades of miami like you know what people think well okay like living in vienna for example what time i <laughs> i have a funny story with um with my first roommates, um, I had, there were these two girls. One was very, well, they were both very attractive, but like one was like very, um, she was like asking questions, man. She, she did not, she was questioning questions. She's like, so where are you from? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I'm from Miami. And honestly, when you're from Miami, like you don't really, you don't think you're from, you're just from Miami. That's yeah. where we grow up. You know what I mean? Like it's just the 305. All right, cool. Pitbull, I said that I would have like, that's normal shit. But, dude, to these girls, they freak the fuck out. They're like, you from Miami? Oh, my God. Like, we got to go out with you. We got to go. I was like, no, 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 chill. Like, I'm from, like, Kendall. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm from, like. They probably thought you had, like, a little baggie of cocaine on you. No. <laughs> yeah, they started, they started asking all these questions, whatever. So, where the story goes that, like, I start feeling guilty because, like, they said, they, I was like, oh, so where are you guys from? Because, you know, obviously, you, you reciprocate the, the question. And they're like, oh, we're from Turkmenistan. Say that again. Uh, yeah, that? say that one more time. Yo, spell that out for our uh, listeners right now, please. All right, all right. Turkmenistan. Hold on. T U R K M E I. Oh, fuck. I can't. No, you're so, <laughs> no, I'm only Tur- spelling these anytime soon. <laughs> so she's like, I'm from Turkmenistan. And dude, I felt so shitty. Like, my head went to different places. I could have probably, I should have done the honest thing and been like, oh, where is that? Because they probably get that all the time. But I didn't. I was like, oh, shit, you're from Turkmenistan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, like, yo, this boy in the bathroom is looking up where Turkmenistan I did. Actually, bro, I did. I actually, I acted out like I knew the place. But I, the first thing I did was go to my room and look up on YouTube Turkmenistan. YouTube? 
bro apparently Turkmenistan is like this dictator country that like it was it was it's 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 like where all the tans are you know Pakistan Afghanistan Turkmenistan but Turkmenistan <laughs> is like a little bit up like I don't know whatever like under Russia so it used to be like Soviet or whatever so they do have this like communist country they're very interesting because they have like like the girls look Asian and like that was so bizarre to me I was like Turkmenistan I, I, this is very ignorant of me to say but like I just had no fucking idea where this place was and so I don't know I, I looked up a, a YouTube video about it and it was pretty interesting and it came up again on BBC like two months ago because it was the only country without any COVID-19 wow for like, for like a while it was like one of the only countries that didn't like have early any cases or whatever early on yeah now yeah. We're, we're, now we're everyone has it we're all dead yeah yeah but anyway that's it that, that was that was funny but now i know where turkmenistan is so. <laughs> so. <laughs> thank god <laughs> but yeah so, so for for those of uh for i guess people who don't know um johan Gio, and i we all like grew up playing piano we went to southwood middle went to coral reef and we all went to like college for piano and we're all music boys yeah music yeah, boys. yeah we're the music boys or and there's me no i have a and, funny story about Vic though and how oh I wait uh, hold, oh, hold <laughs> up. Give, give me a one second i actually wanted to ask you guys just a quick yes or no or just a quick you know choose a choose a oh, person okay. question I don't know much about music, but I just have like these two things. Like, <laughs> I don't. I'm back or no? Is it back? No, it's Bach. Bach, Bach or Mozart. Bach. Bach. Okay. Bach or Mozart. I don't. I've listened to both of them. That's what oh, you're asking right now. Damn. Yeah. Oh my just, God. just a you quick. Either or. You wanna? You wanna say your perspective? Uh, if I had to choose one. Yes. Mm. I'd have to say Bach. Bach. And why? Because yeah. Mozart's very articulate and very precise. And, like, his music is very, like, clean cut. But then Bach is also that, but then very complex and, like, very intricate in ways of, like, like, let's say you start out with something very simple, but he'll give you that a million times in a different like in a million different ways mm -hmm. but it all interconnects like a puzzle it's super cool yeah it's super cool to play too yeah. it's all like the well, same thing flip like backwards forwards and like upside down and he hides it throughout creates these like secret messages even signs his name a few times well i think it's like imagine i always like making musical analogies of like for, through food because i think like Oh, being that's... from being from being from like a family that I'm the only musician pretty much in my family I mean I have probably my mom has an uncle that was a tenor or whatever but like you know nothing like so like it's been it's always hard to go to 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 family reunions or things where like no one's no one's really a musician but they they love music and stuff like that so they ask me really specific questions you know what I mean mm -hmm. and so like with these questions I can answer to like friends of mine that we're always living in this world it's like I have a friend of mine that's a, a really big uh, video game person. Like he has, he owns all the fucking uh, consoles and everything from like Atari to like whatever just came out. I don't, I don't know anything about video games much, like whatever. I'm like a total ignorant for, for video games. But like when I hear him talking to his friends, dude, they go deep and they start, even with Arn and Geo, this happens sometimes. They're like, they start talking about like, oh, I'm playing this, I'm doing that. So I don't really get it. So I use food to like, 
the intermediate, the common ground. intermediate yeah so, so that i can like try to get to them so like i guess what i would how i would describe mozart and bach in terms of like not going too far into it musically imagine mozart being like if you want to Ooh, what kind of food is he i don't know <laughs> i i would say or it could be for with drinks too i mean or something like that well, i guess the one all right fine he wants to make a full five course meal with these people. <laughs> <laughs> so like, imagine watching like a Food Network channel or something like that, right? Like, I don't know, I've seen only a few of them. And like this guy, like maybe he puts like on, 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 in a soup, right? He makes a soup, but like the soup is, he puts like some chicken in the soup, some noodles in the soup, and he puts some other like spices and whatever, and boom, that's chicken noodle soup, whatever. We're always gonna go to chicken noodle soup because like that's like our go-to, you know, we know what that is, like we like it, we do this, we do that, blah, blah. I would say chicken noodle soup, this is gonna sound so funny, it's so weird, <laughs> but chicken noodle soup's like, like Mozart to me. Why? Because like Mozart, Gio already said this, but like Mozart, it's kind of something that, that you always go back to to yeah, refresh. It's a, it's a classic. In a, a way, like, it, it's a foundation. It's a classic that you go to. It's never, it's never gonna change, but it always goes further and further beyond. Like you can make a sick ass noodle soup. Like I made a noodle soup at the beginning of my stay in Vienna when I started cooking for myself, and now I can make some chicken noodle soup. And dude, that shit's good, but it's still chicken noodle soup. Like you mm. just go far into it, deeper into it. Bach, I probably would say Bach is more like, I don't know. He 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 just takes you to another you know when you go to a, a new a new restaurant that's like open or whatever and like you try some like exotic shit that like has so, so much like in new it age like you don't type know thing. and it's new like age transformed type thing. Bro, yeah. bach is the emerald of the <laughs> of the cooking uh i have a funny story because like with bach i've always felt weird with bach because with every audition or every like job interview or everything that i've had to put my name on it because like my name is johan sebastian Usman and Bach is Johann Sebastian, Sebastian Bach. Bach. Yeah. Bro, so like mm. I asked my mom and like I'm like, yo, mom, did you do this on purpose? And she's like, No, <laughs> not really. Like I dude, it's so funny because people think that my mom like knows Bach and she's some like culture she ass. Knows him. <laughs> yeah. Or like whatever. Bro, no, she was like, you know what? I've always wanted to I wanted to have Joanna, like a girl named Joanna, but you came, so I put Johan. And then I was watching this like novela. It's some Mexican novela or some shit like that that she was watching and the main character was Seb Sebastian and he was like super hot is what she said she's like oh yeah he was attractive I liked him so I put Johan Sebastian together and like then there was people that and I was like oh mom so you got it because of that not because of other people yeah, yeah. so whatever that that kind of makes yeah, me relax bro. a little bit but, but yeah but sometimes when I, I play Bach every morning though I think it's oh, a, wow. it's something that it's like breakfast man like for me I think you start off the day I don't know like Vic, for you, like, if you have anything Ooh. you do in the morning, or, like, let's say, I don't know if you have, like, I don't know what You don't want to know what have. I do in the morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Go ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there are any hobbies you have or whatever, or, like, things like that, that you kind of just, like, it's like an athlete, you know? An athlete will probably run him out, like, I don't know how much, but, like, let's like, say it's rituals, like, pre-morning routines. Pre -morning yeah, it's routine. like, it's like if you play soccer, you're going to condition before, you're going to go run for, like, a couple miles, and then you're going to go play your game. Um, that's how so it's like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. much the same. Not it's only like mentally, you, but you, you wanna you wanna warm up everything and like be mentally ready <laughs> to dive deep because you get deep in there. Damn, bro, I just fucking said Mozart was chicken noodle soup. What Yo, that's <laughs> honestly, I don't know much. I knew but you I just... say he was a soup. Like, I don't know why. <laughs>
I don't know much, but that just sounds uh, sounds yes, kind of crazy like, to me. I'm gonna tell y'all something. Next, like if I if I ever get to pull out like an album of me conducting Mozart, whatever, it's gonna be Campbell's Sorry. on it. <laughs> Campbell's it's, gonna be, it's gonna be that's gonna be the album cover, like Campbell's Mozart soup. Like <laughs> what? Anyway, sorry. Sorry. That's hilarious. Yeah. This wait, wait, wait. Actually, Victor, I have a question. Wait, what? It's so funny. He asked just a simple yes, just a or, simple no yes or no. Just a simple yes or no. I mean, that was no, that was beautiful. I love your response though. Like, it was very detailed. The real question is, how do you feel about Bach or Mozart? Ooh. I mean, I've just listened to like the. I don't even know the names of them because they're like yeah, fine, something right? number five by voice something so. From what I've heard so far, I like Bach more a little bit more too. He sounds a little more saucy to me. Like he's just a little more like there's a little bit more to him. Like Mozart, like he's nice obviously as well, but like Bach has a little like he has a little flavor, a little bit of spice to him. Because yeah. I, I, I genuinely do listen to this music when I'm studying or when I'm taking notes and, you know, the okay. questions I'm going to, like, ask you guys. So I do just throw in whatever, like, some classicals in the back. And it does help. Like, it just gets my mind focused on the task at hand, and I'm enjoying it. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, awesome. It's dope. That's dope. It's dope. Nice. Are you going to ask me? <laughs> nah, don't ask me. You're good. Next question. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, all right. Who would die first in a horror movie? You or Gio? Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Johan. 100%. Oh, yes. Yeah, I probably <laughs> Well, hold on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, damn. Yeah, I guess I would die. And why Why do you say that? What the fuck? You said it. Like, quit it. <laughs> because I feel like I'm the matriarch of our of our of our friendships Matriarch. i feel like i'm the, the caregiver so like i'm always taking care okay. which i mean now that i'm saying that it sounds like it'd be the reverse i would die first but yeah that's what i'm thinking but since i'm always I'd probably taking more care, stupid i like. feel like if we were all left to each like ourselves to figure out what was gonna happen i don't know i feel like you'd go first <laughs> <laughs> damn how about how about arn and vic like who would die in a Ooh. in a who would die first from you guys? Oh, Vic, no question. First? Me? Why me? Whoa, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. But for, for our listeners, for our listeners, because because I I have a question because I don't I don't really know Vic too much. You know what I mean? Like I've seen him at some parties and probably like times that I don't remember either. But you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> which is your funny story about? Oh, Vic. my funny story about Vic. <laughs> wait, share the story about Vic. Fine. So the only, <laughs> how I met Vic was, <laughs> I'd always go to these house parties and I'd be like, oh my God, it's that guy. And it's Vic, I don't, <laughs> yeah. And I'd tell you, yo, it's that guy. <laughs> and Vic was like, dude, yeah, what's up? And I don't know if you remember this night, Vic, but like you came <laughs> late as hell to a party. Sounds okay. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. And like. We were like all just chilling, like it was the end of the night, and you come into the party, <clears throat> into the house, and you're like, "Yo, where's the party at?" And we're like, "Dude, they all left, bro. Like, <laughs> it's just us now." And he's like, "Okay, well, I guess since I'm here, is there any alcohol left?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're like, "Yeah, there's some Fireball in the fridge if you want." And he's like, "All right, bet. I'm gonna go get." They <laughs> left. That sounds like but big. Like, Wait, so who who would die then? Who would die? I already said Vic. Vic. Damn, you agree with that, man? I don't know. Like, what are the... (laughs) 
I need the specifics. He's of what's still going thinking on, about it. Though. He's dead. No, like I'm out the room. Like what, what's what's going on? Why would I? What? Why would I be the first one to die? Hold up. What's what's the situation? To me, it's a situation thing. Like what's what's going on? All right, give All right, me any go. situation. Got, I'm out of there. I got you. I'll, get, I'll give you. I will say. I will say that your answer gives me a lot of Johan vibes. <laughs> And I feel like you would die to make. He's <laughs> 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 still asking questions. Wow. You know, I'm, gonna, I'm still asking questions. Bro, this man would like stay in a room and be like, no, but what if the rubber comes in first? What if he like, you know, strangled him or something? I'd be like, bitch, we can go already. All right, give us a situation and we'll, we'll see who gets out. All right, Ooh, so, okay. you know, recently, uh, well, I was born in 1995, just to put context, and this has nothing to do, but this will put the, the situation that I'm going to put, because it's the first thing that came to my mind. I started re-watching the Scream movies recently on Netflix. I think okay. it was on Netflix. You know those Scream movie, movies where, like, they made the scary movie one, two, three, like, they started making fun of them or whatever? Mm-hmm. With the whole, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, how about that scenario where, like, you have, a killer that kind of calls your house but he's outside your door and like he's in a in a in, in this scream costume and like he's calling you and telling you like oh whatever like you're surrounded um i'm gonna come inside and you're gonna get it you're gonna you're gonna die or whatever like who would do what when like you know what i mean how would you guys get out of that situation if it was just you guys playing video games in that house or some shit like that i mean i All don't right. have to run faster than the killer i just have to run faster than vic no. Oh, no, no, that's first of all, it's a horrible approach. I'm going for the roof first. I know that dude's not on the roof. I'm going for the roof. I'm getting vantage point, and that's okay. that's, that's that's my strategy. I'm I'm surviving out here. Wherever he's going, I'm going the opposite way, buddy. What the fuck? All right, nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It sounds like you could die first. Yeah, what? we're just trying to outrun this guy. I'm Can thinking we both like, be on the roof? yo, you gotta follow me, bud. Yo, <laughs> that's funny, man. That's funny. Well, yeah, but we have some actual more a little, you know questions to get you guys thinking um i have some questions for you guys about you know my first question is actually the state of music what do you guys think about just the current state of music and what's going on right now what are you guys listening to what do you guys like of you know contemporary music right now oh my god that's yeah. a loaded question just you know i thought well initially i thought your question was what's the state of music right now during this whole pandemic thing oh no just that's a whole that's a whole nother thing yeah um as of right now, the general state of music depends what kind of music you're talking about. What do you, what like? do you guys what? listen to? What do you guys listen to? Like, other than obviously oh. your, yeah. Honestly, though, this, this was a question that my roommate asked me once oh, really? in Europe. He's a very attractive um, one? No, <laughs> the, the dude. He's, uh, he's, he's, from, um, he's from Germany. He's from Hamburg. Super, like, oh. <clears throat> interesting dude. He's, like, very um, practical and everything. He's an engineer, so he's not a musician at all or anything. He was just kind of like, yo, dude, so, like, what do you listen to being a classical musician like, and whatever? Like, do you listen to classical music all day? And I was like, dude, honestly, classical music is probably one of the least things I listen to. And, mm-hmm. like, I listen to, like I said before, like, I listen to salsa Bro, I grew up with Sansa. I grew up with La Fania, Hector Laveau. He's like my favorite. Like my ex-girlfriend got me one of his albums and like a towel and everything. We went to his grave in Ponce in Puerto Rico. Like it was, it, I love Hector Laveau. Um, I listen to a lot of jazz right now because I'm, I'm kind of like opening up my scope of harmony. And I think that 
the more you listen to a type of music, the more you can understand it's like language and it's like the way it, it, it's structured and it's founded. And like right now I've been like, just cause I go to school, I, I guess to like give context, I'm a conductor. I go to school in Vienna at the conservatory there for conducting. And part of this school is, um, is learning like, like harmony, like really intense harm. Like the school's like 200 years old. It's like, it's like intense. Like a lot of famous composers, conductors went there and whatever. But like more than that or anything, it's just really cool to go to a place where like it's historically founded on like really cool principles. And so like, I've been like learning a lot about harmony and whatever and all these things and like just like intense thing, things about music. And so like, I listen to the jazz to really feed that appetite, I guess. Like it feeds like my, my, like my, the, the brain my, my analytical brain you know it's like wow man these guys are just improvising like Bro, they that's... just are improvised they go like bada, 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 bada. they learn the language so well that's like it's like what we're doing right now with words you know what i mean yeah, like exactly. like when you get so fluent in a language that you can't like let's let's take english per se like my girlfriend right now she's 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 italian so we speak in italian all the time together but like when she's vibing with her friends like I can, I can, I can speak Italian, you know, and like I can vibe with them, whatever. But then when she goes into like dialect, she's from Sicily, so it's like they have like the Sicilian dialect, which Art knows about. Like they know the Sicilian dialect, they know all this stuff and blah blah. Which I just for the nature of it, I'm I wasn't grown there, you know, so I don't know that like like that. So like for English, for example, like how you guys are like people that you know we'll talk and we'll 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 talk about certain things and we'll start like philosophizing, philosophizing, I say philosophizing, whatever philosophizing in this language it's the same thing with music and like with with jazz for example and like they just start improvising just knowing like harmony and this and that and blah blah so i listen to a lot of jazz i listen to a lot of what geo puts on actually geo geo is like a more indie type dude like he likes hey. indie music he likes um you you tell what you really kind of like. listen to everything yeah he listens honestly. to every he, he keeps me in check with a lot of shit it's pretty cool <laughs> pretty cool well for context what i do is i'm a musical theater nerd i guess you would say so like i've been touring with the production recently called the bronx sale and then like i did a bunch of musicals here in miami and then fortunately you know i was doing the musical out in the whole u.s <clears throat> and the reason that i like musicals was so much is because like a musical can be any genre it doesn't have to be any particular one yeah every musical theater kind of has like its own like sound and like kind of like very musical theater ish um every i would say every show kind of has to it um but inevitably they all have like a mix of like one show could be a country show one show could be like a rap show one show could be like a latin show yeah full of salsa exactly. and, and so like that that to me is like super impressive so for me dude i listen to salsa music i listen to country i listen to rap I wait so question you spring to all these different types of genres because of the diversity of musical theater no i would say or i the like opposite. musical theater because it's of the so diverse oh so you're yeah. taking from the other perspective yeah. that's pretty cool that's nice that's yeah cool. i mean they both kind of feed into each other yeah, but that's inevitably true. that's the same thing i mean music is music at the end of the day you know exactly and good music is good that's, music exactly that's my perspective on all of it exactly. like even pop yeah, music yeah. i'm like damn like when people know what they're doing they oh, know what they're doing you know i listen to a lot of rap <laughs> rap <laughs> dude i listen to rap i like dude honestly how you know i said that whole harmony thing about like 
how the language of the harm the, the actual notes that like let's say that the guy's playing whatever mm-hmm. like whatever dude yeah. how rappers do that with language and rhythm it's crazy and like i de- like how they can get to such a place by just speaking and rhyming or not rhyming or this or that yeah. that's brilliant so and when you tie that shit out, together, like a, spacing, creating like rhythms or like this. Or, texture or like a flow and, you know. I was at the table with my mom. It was, it was my stepdad, my mom, my little sister, which is 11, and myself. We were all eating at the table. And my stepdad, you know, like they're the generation where they don't really understand, I guess, like reggaeton or like rap and like whatever. So they'll start like not shitting on it, but they're just kind of like, oh, I don't get it. So like, you know, whatever, blah, blah. And like, he's like, he asked me, he's like, what do you think about like reggaeton and rap and whatever and this? And like, he kind of asked it with like a negative connotation. And I was just like, you know what? I listen to actually a lot of reggaeton. I listen to a lot of rap. I listen to a lot of, a lot of things because exactly what Arn just said. I think that music is exactly what it needs to be for whatever it needs to be. Yeah. I was actually watching a, um, an interview by Sergio George, which is the producer, like one of the producers of Mark Anthony, like uh, uh, Thalia and like all these people, whatever. And like he was saying that honestly, every type of music is different. You can't compare um, classical music to rap, or you can't compare or ma- say that rap or uh, something else is better than this. Everything is made for a certain thing. And so what I was trying to explain to my stepdad was that like reggaeton isn't made to be listened to the words about. Like it's not made. Yeah. I don't think it's made to be like conceptualized as a love story or like I'm not gonna dedicate that song to my girlfriend no (laughs) reggaeton bro that's to get a drink and start dancing your fucking ass off having fun forgetting about life like just enjoy (laughs) that paycheck on Friday you know what I mean that's what reggaeton like a lot of it is for like it's more dancing music it's a dancing culture salsa salsa like when you get into salsa it's pretty interesting because like salsa for example like there's different types of salsa right like you have Eli Santiago which uh, you, 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 you said before which is like kind of a a very romantic salsa. That salsa you can do. But then there's salsa like Fruco and Sustesos, which is just like dancing salsa, bro. They just go, you just dance to that. Then there's salsa like um, Gilberto Santa Rosa, which is very like romantic as well. Then there's salsa like Ruben Blades. Ruben Blades. Bro, that guy just tells (laughs) stories and poetry through his fucking salsa. Does that make sense? So like, it just depends yeah. what it's made for. And like being open to receiving that information, that I think is what, what is what's brilliant. And that's why I don't consider myself a classical musician or this or that. I think I just consider myself a fucking human that just likes music like any other person does. I just so happen to work in it. That makes sense. That was beautiful. Honestly, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was... So We're actually drinking Havana Club. Oh, wow. Even more coach. I'm just drinking water, but... Well, dude, but this is also water, you know what I'm saying? Yo. <laughs> We're from Miami, guys. Three or five hours. I hope that answered your question. Though. No, that was a beautiful answer, actually. I wasn't expecting all that. And I, I agree with you. Honestly, I really I really didn't think, well, I didn't know how you guys would approach this, but the fact that you're like even more open-minded to people that kind of criticize this music and you guys are in it kind of gives me like, it's, it's nice to see that the people that are in the actual art, you know, like appreciate it just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Oh man, dude, yeah. I think, I think actually that's our goal is to like, we, we, yeah, like we, we learn the vocabulary, like he was saying earlier, is like, we learn this vocabulary and we can attach certain things to like, you know, oh, this song has this and this song has this. But like, if I were to show the regular person like that, that notion or like, like you can make it so simple that that regular person can understand that basic concept. 
dude, it's all the same. Like it, it doesn't have to be like, oh, and now we're going to go one, two, three, and bam, bam, bam. You know, like it doesn't really matter. That, that stuff is like superfluous. That's like what we learn because we're, we like doing that. But like aside from that, like we learned that like to, to teach that to a regular person and to like make that accessible is like that's our goal, man. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was actually just reading my shirt. I have a <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo. It's We're Nelson good. Mandela. <laughs> this shirt was gifted to me by someone I really care about. There it is says, no passion to be found. Playing small in settling for a life that is less than one you are capable of living. Hold on, so there is no passion to be found playing small in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. Nelson Mandela. Here you go. Wow, that's actually a pretty fucking, that's beautiful quote. <laughs> no yeah, man. I like this shirt. Oh, <laughs> actually, it's my first time wearing it. I never wear V-necks. Have you noticed that? Aaron, have you noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, guys. No, you're oh, fine. Good. We could edit it and stuff, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We could have that. Like, you saw Arn. Did you just see that we have unlimited time? Did you get that notification too? Oh no, I'm on full screen. I, my my attention's here. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but we have no, unlimited time. Like, this is this we is have beautiful. unlimited time. Yo, I think they're doing it because of the uh, quarantine stuff. Yo, oh. bro, yeah, we're going so for we the 24 hour podcast. Yeah. Got no time. Again. 24 hour <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Let's go. You guys should America. get to that, bro. You guys should get to that. Chill, bro. Fuck. I, I need some sleep. My my eye sockets are starting to look like open wounds. No, dead ass. But Arn, do you want to ask the next question? Like you said, we could edit. We could like fuck around a little bit in the like in the, you guys don't have to be too serious all the time. So yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So I mean, uh we we all came up like together. Uh you know, and at some point we, we became these, you know, quote, professional musicians. At some uh, point, yeah. I don't even feel like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I I, I guess like for I mean tax purposes and you know to tell my mom I'm actually do something I tell her I'm you know a professional <laughs> yeah, musician <I> but <laughs> but like uh like the work work is like very different I feel you know we spend a lot of time like practicing which is really work and that's something we're not paid for and I guess people don't people don't understand we're not being paid for you know that that time and it's it's really like um how how would you what, what what's the saying like you know you you hit big and then you, it's like spaced out, but it's like big hits. And I, I remember like, um, you know, at some point, when was our first like theater show together? I mean, we did, we did the end of your show at Coral Reef and, mm-hmm. you know, we put on this musical and like, that was just fun for me. And then at some point we did it again. We did it like MCT. We were just having fun. And at the end of the show, they handed us a paycheck and, you know, I was like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> well, dude, I think the beauty of it is when you, when you look at it as just, a path that you're walking on you know like i think i think we chose to go and do this you know despite yeah. i don't know in my in my personal experience like a lot of people not my parents they actually have always been very supportive which is good mm-hmm. but a lot of people did like were like oh musician like what are you gonna do with that like you're not gonna make any money you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. Blah, blah. And that did discourage me. And like, I, I actually wanted to be a dentist because of that. Because a lot of people would just discourage and this and that. But like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I just, 
luckily, and I'm really grateful that I was able to discover early on that I don't care, and this might sound cliche in the whole thing, whatever, but like, I don't care to not be a dentist, like, you know, to not have money or whatever, but just, but just to discover like music the way I'm discovering it. And like, it just makes me a better person. It just makes me a better listener. It makes me a better human. I think it's pretty cool. You know, I just think it's, um, it's a good thing to have and a good thing to, I think if, 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 if people would find something that they're very, like, not that they're passionate about, because I know a lot of people that haven't found really something that had like engulfs them but i think if they find something that they can like base their life around and just like kind of enjoy it you know i think that would be really refreshing for a lot of people if that makes sense regardless of what it is if it's soccer if it's uh drinking well not drinking if it's uh, cooking (laughs) if it's cooking if it's eating if it's you know what i mean like if it's music if it's art if it's swimming if it's running if whatever the fuck you find or whatever it is dude there's a technique to everything there's a there's a there's yeah. a goal to everything yeah there's, you there's always a way get to better at build around as long it. as you fall in love with those interest intricacies like that's where it lies you know what I mean? sure wait but what was your question Arn? was that your question like, i don't know did i have a question our our progression from like Oh yeah, from, from being, yeah. yeah, from this being like just a hobby to like the profession, I guess. I don't. Yeah, just tell it. I don't know. Tell yeah. tell a story or something. I, I guess for me personally, it's kind of a weird story because like, yeah, like honestly, even after like high school, I started working with Johan and Arn, and like we were just like doing musicals here in Miami, and then like inevitably through the grapevine, I was just like actually working like in Miami, pretty much doing all the stuff, uh, like all the regional theaters and all the stuff. And like, it just felt like a natural progression. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh my God, this is gonna be my big break. I mean, there were times where I was like, oh man, this is a really cool gig. And like, this is really gonna work out. And you know, like, this is is a cool thing. Like my first, I guess the, the first show that I did that was like, oh my god this is a real big deal it was like you know i was working in miami at the university of miami as an accompanist and johan was too and like you know we would swap every so often but then uh through mutual connections our uh, i guess our boss yeah uh he was like hey uh, a, sh- a little show's coming through the broward center would you want to play you know keyboard for it which the broward center is like the main hall yeah there's there's two main like Theaters. big like and, concert and venues it's like new world and um yeah, the broward center right? it, yeah Art, the art center and the Art's broward center. center and then um so they were coming through the broward center and he was like a little show you know like and and if you wanted to play for it you know i might have a chair available for you and i was like oh what is that and uh he's like oh it's gonna be wicked just like you know learn that music and whatnot and i was like bro, are you serious? <laughs> like, I, Wicked is like a huge show. It's like, like it's, what you could think of like, you it's know, been on like tour getting, since it came out, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, it's just like, aside from actually being on Broadway in New York, like, dude, that's like, uh, the one of the biggest things I could have probably done here in Miami. So I got to do that. And like, I don't know, like the gap wasn't, I remember sitting in that chair and I was like, damn this is crazy but dude after like two weeks i was like oh yeah i'm just playing a show like 
it just becomes so normalized and so like mm. but like i get to look back at it now and i'm like oh shit that was a crazy time in my life that was so cool because like through through that opportunity i also got to do another show that went through the broward center and they they were like hey you know we're switching over management would you be interested in playing keyboard tube for this show uh permanently well not permanently but for the the length of that new contract and i was like yeah sure and then i went out on tour and it was like it was just a natural progression of like you know little seeds that got planted along the way and then all of a sudden now i'm here where i'm at and it just doesn't seem any different from like when i was in high school just doing this stuff for fun in fact dude the first time i got a paycheck i was like why the fuck are they paying me to do oh, this yeah. <laughs> yeah it was it was really bizarre it was really wild and it was like oh that's right because like like you said on like yeah when we're practicing in our own like rooms and we're just like you know doing our own stuff nobody's paying us but that's part of our work like we we have to do that mm-hmm. in order to get paid and and honestly fortunately when we do get paid for it it reflects and like it, it's well deserved so Yo, Vic, have you ever have you ever watched a musical or anything like that, or like a concert um, live, or like something like that? Like, in, not our, a concert, like in terms of like, I meant like uh, like a classical concert, like a musical theater show, or like a play or something like. Have you ever done any of that? I haven't actually. The only closest thing I've gone to it is like Orange Recitals. Yeah, that's oh, it, bro. Dude, that's really yeah. it. Yeah, I haven't really oh, like dude, gone. I remember when the whole soccer squad pulled up to his recital. I was like, bro, <laughs> those are the homies. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's the closest thing I've ever gone to one. I think that's crazy. I think you I, the good thing, you know what's cool? I think this I guess the, the stigma and the, neg- the the negative side of it is that for a lot of people like musicals or something that's not familiar to something that you've been fami- like familiar with your whole life, you know, something unfamiliar basically. Not that it's scary, but it's just like, ah, I'm not going to go do that. You know what I mean? I feel that. Like, my dad, for example, he is a salsero. Like, he listens to salsa. He does this. He does that. He told me once, he said, I was like, Dad, are you going to go watch me conduct an opera? And he's like, you mean the thing where, like, fat ladies sing and shit? <laughs> and I said, I said, yeah, Dad. And he's like, yeah, I'll go watch you. I'll, I'll love to go watch you. I'll probably fall asleep, but I'll go watch you. Look where my dad is now. Now my dad is watching classical concerts on TV and like on this, like the Berlin Philharmonic has a digital concert hall, which is pretty interesting. And so like, he's watching conductors that like I'm working with and whatever. And he's like, dude, um, I love the way that I don't know anything about music, but I love that passion that this and that. And because you know what, there's part of, there's a part, there's, there's a part of art and this sounds probably artsy and all this bullshit, but like there's a part of art that transcends anything. And it's the human aspect of it. I think, you know, it's the part that, that, that it doesn't matter if it's Bach or Mozart. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's uh, Monet or Cezanne, it doesn't matter if it's Mac Miller or Chance the Rapper. It doesn't matter who it is, but if it's art and it's, it's something that someone's doing because it's an extension of their life. And some people can in a way, attached to that and kind of feel like connected to that that's it and like all some people need is just to be like i guess more open-minded you know i think that's that's Absolutely. cool having an open mind because i've had with i've gone to people to an opera which is in another language it's in italian or in german or whatever we go mm. to an opera together and i tell them yo 
uh, even if they don't understand, I was like, just listen to this. This is about this, 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 and that. I'll whisper it to their ear in the opera house. And they're like, all right, cool. Dude, they go out and they're like, man, I'm going to come watch operas now. You know what I mean? Yeah. You took me in front of opera. Opera. I, I think it's just fun, yeah, you know? You man. took me to my first oh, opera, dude, really? too. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you have to take yeah it's just that, 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 that basic thing that we're all trying to just, like, show to people. I don't know what it is, you know? Well, I think Johan has to take me to my first opera too. Like everyone here lost their <laughs> opportunity <laughs> with this Your guy. Opportunity to, uh, yeah, their opportunity to this guy. Well, Dick, now you know, dude. If you ever have to go to a classical concert or a musical, bro, we got you, homie. No, I'm I'm super open minded about stuff like this. Honestly, guys, I'm gonna just say it right now, I love liberal arts majors. You guys are the fucking best. I think you guys are the most open minded people ever. And I'm like, I think I'm an open minded person myself, and I hate people that kind of just. You know, leave let these preconceived like notions just stop them from enjoying stuff or trying some trying something new. I feel like you guys are the most open-minded when it comes to that, and I love you guys for that. Like, it's pretty dope. Thanks, thanks, bro. Yeah, actually, Vic, are you gonna be here uh, in January? I should be here in January. Okay, well, I just got a new offer Mm -hmm. for uh, hairspray. I don't know if you know hairspray the tour. Yes, I do. I do know hairspray. Okay, so I'm actually going to be playing in that show, and we're coming to Miami the first week of January next year. I am ready. I so will be there. you can come and sit in the pit with me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, what? In the pit, Yo. Bro. I thought that was my seat. Hold up. <laughs> bro, we're bringing the whole, the whole squad. Week. The whole squad's yeah, pulling up. On Monday, Arnold go on Tuesday, Vico go on Wednesday. I will fly in and go. Like, <laughs> I am ready. I am ready for that. I genuinely, if you are serious and you remember who I am by January, <laughs> I will be there. Big, big, remember, you're that guy from the party. I I'm, always yo, remember you, bro. <laughs> bro, I swear to God, every time I see Gio, it's at a random party that I do not expect him to be at. Like, I think I've seen you like at five different parties and we just look at each other like, yo, you were at the last one. It's hilarious. It's funny as fuck. <laughs> It's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I'm ready to go, man. If you're, whenever you come down here and you start doing, I got you. Yes. Well, I think, I think building off, off what you guys said about, uh, like, like being open-minded and, um, getting outside the box. I just remember like, um, at university, like we, we were in like a very classical world at Johan and I, like we were in like frost and like, we're, you know, spent all our time in Mm -hmm. foster or, I mean, Johan, well, you didn't really practice in Foster. But at the practice room, no. There's this big mindset, you know, it's like, it, w- this is classical. This is like, a, you know, high art. It's and like a, they, 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 they make it seem untouchable. It's not. It's not. Or like, quote unquote, the right way. No, yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's not. It's, it's just a different way. And I, I've spent, I, I go out of the way. And it's not even out of the way anymore. I just like enjoy different music. I I aim to try everything. Uh, like I offered this music theater gig to my friend. Um, mm-hmm. They played like violin or something, and they're like, "Oh, like I don't like music theater. It's not really like, it's not really like good." And I was like, "Are you for real?" Um, and well, I was just so mind blown. Like I, the, the music's yeah. like enjoyable and it's like the same language. They just wouldn't give it a chance. Yeah, well, I think me and Johan talking about this. It's like, how can you be a musician today and age and not know about all of it? Exactly. It's like, it's like, 
we're we're historians of music essentially like that that is our goal and our and obviously like a lot of people go into their certain strands like i i happen to like yeah. the musical strand more than anything johan and arn are more classically oriented you know but at the end of the day like i look at what they do as much as With the same scope as yeah you like it, it's not any more or any less than what i do because it's like all the same it just comes from a different part and they it's like a tree you know when you look at the a tree and it has different branches and it goes off into different segments why, why would one branch be any more right than any other one you know what i mean Yo, Chris, um, fuck. <laughs> I called you Chris, bro. Yo, Vic. What's up? <laughs> Boy, where'd you get how does, rich, how does all this shit sound like? It's just weird. Like, is it just so like me? I mean, I guess yeah. I'm the regular person here. I'm the only one that doesn't have oh, any, you know. No, any, I don't mean it like that. Ah. No, no, no. I know. I'm, I, you know bro. I mean? Yeah, you know, I know what you mean. Um, It sounds cool. It honestly, what the dopest thing is like how much love you guys have for it. I'm going back to the, where you were talking about, like, you know, everyone should find their niche kind of like, you know, find a job or find something you love. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, yes, you do need money. We do need money to survive. That's just a society we live in, but like find something that you genuinely love. I think that's a problem for a lot of people that get into stuff and they don't like it. Maybe their parents, when they were a young age, forced something else. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. people like under um, different circumstances economically, they have to get into a job that maybe they don't like entirely love. But it, mm-hmm. like, if you really have the chance to do something you love, like, I think you should just go for it and say, you know, the money will yeah. be there. Like, you will live your life. At the end of the day, we have. I think we're in general. It's going to be sound a little. It's more of a big picture thing. In general, we're kind of blessed to be in the positions that we are. That fact that we could choose yeah. what we want to do, mm-hmm. and um, like. You know, you could really, you could really live a life, or you could do something you love and profit off it. Because if you really get into it, and if you really like, like you said, you find a technique in whatever you love, and I think just going into that, finding that technique will make you love it even more. So, yes. you know, I think, I think I, I'll piggyback off you in that sense, and that's what it sounds like to me. You guys are just, just you know, talking your shit, and like you're having fun <laughs> with it, and you guys really like love what you're doing and i think that's the coolest thing not a lot of people like love what they're doing and i really love people that are passionate about stuff that's that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to do with this podcast try to get you guys to really talk about what you guys love that's wow. awesome man well yeah. you, Damn, you, hit, you, you hit, hit it, it. yeah so so yeah man i really appreciate you guys yeah for sure man so i have a question for you guys like how how intense is it behind the scenes like i want to know like the rundowns you know you're like geo you're in that like musical theater thing so like how Ooh. how is that like do you want to know like a day-to-day kind of thing yeah like, kind of the day- yeah like you wake up what do you do you know like how do you prep for it okay okay Woo. so <laughs> there's like two phases of what happens in a musical right there's like the the pre-show phase and then once like for example, when when I get this new contract, I have to learn this show, right? I have to learn this show and be ready for rehearsals, and then we have to like get ready for all the rehearsals. Actually, like play for the rehearsals, teach music, all this stuff. Once the show gets started and it's on its feet, then we have like a schedule of like how many cities we're gonna be at, how long we're gonna be at the cities for. Um, and Wait, how many how many cities were you at? Just to throw a ballpark, like the uh, last tour. The last tour. So, if 
if I am, if we didn't end early, which we did because of COVID, I would have gone to 20, I would have already been in like 25 states. Wow. Just on wow, that tour, crazy. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And so this tour coming up will add to that definitely. And um, anyway, so what's it, when it's, once it's on its so feet? So once it's on its feet, then like, you know, we all get comfortable with our own roles and like what we're doing in the show. But then you have to maintain that. So like, for example, like I, I was telling you earlier, Vic, that we're going to be here in Miami. Mm -hmm. So in Miami, we'll be here for a whole week. And there's like a bunch of different roles. There's like people that'll learn different tracks on the, the actual like stage. Mm -hmm. And they have to practice their own parts because they don't get up, get to go on every night on the show. So maybe we'll do a rehearsal for them. Or maybe there's like a child actor. Like on our previous show, we had a child actor. So like we always had to run rehearsals with him on the side because there was two of them. So like we would let one go on and then one would have rehearsals and then like aside from that depending on like what the schedule looks like we'll have like let's say uh, let's say here in miami right mm -hmm. what it would look like is like every day we'll probably play a show at like seven or eight o'clock we'll mm -hmm. probably finish at 10 and then we'll probably hit the bar honestly <laughs> and then um but the next day like we're pretty much free depending on like what our daily call is because we get like emails every day mm -hmm. to like update us uh, update us on like what's going on and like what we have to do and then like if we have any rehearsals and stuff and then you know that's pretty much it like once it's on its feet it's just going and we just get to go on you know Mm -hmm. So the hardest part sounds like it's the initial kind of you guys like Pretty getting much. it all together. That yeah. is exactly, it. and it's the most stressful part because like I believe even rehearsals, rehearsals are fine. Then we have something that's called Tech Week. Tech Week is where the crazy shit happens. <laughs> tech um, Week is always when the when the show really falls together too. It's like never exactly. like the last day. Yeah. I've heard horror stories about Tech Weeks, and and thank God our previous tour it went pretty smooth sailing. Because rehearsals, it's, like, just the director, it's just the music director, and, like, we're just, like, hanging out, like, teaching the stuff, and, like, but the t the tech week is, like, when the lighting designer comes in, when the sound designer comes in, when the other directors come in, and, like, they all have a say in what's going on, and, like, they have to, like, put their input in, and, like, everybody has to make adjustments and make sure that it's all going well, and, and dude, shit happens all the time, like, like I can't even tell you how many stuff, how much shit happens during the show that actually <laughs> is going on. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then times that plus like we're about to open a show and all that stuff. So it, it gets pretty crazy. You know what I mean? What you, I guess is talking about also is really interesting. Cause like, you know, when you go to a movie, like, I don't know, uh, I'll just say the Avengers Endgame. you go to the theaters. Well, when we used to be able to go to theaters, when you go to the theater, <laughs> And whatever you watch Endgame, whatever blah blah, and like you know how like in Avengers or like there's movies where you can stay to the end for like a special clip or whatever, something to like give you for the next show or whatever. Yeah. You see all these credits, man. You see all these names. There's so yeah. many names and so many people that are working together. Probably thousands of people that are working for this one movie mm -hmm. that's two and a half hours long to happen. 
Jiu's show is what? Probably two hours long, two and a half hours long. People pay to go watch this thing, whatever. They see the end result, but they have no idea that there's people doing there's this technique. Background. There's people mm -hmm. that go to the bar after. They're like, they're, their drama and their, their conversation yeah, exactly. is basically, yo, man, you saw how she came in a little bit late on bar 57? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? You think people notice that shit? No, no one noticed. But that's their lives, and I think that's the beauty of it. That's the, that's what makes you love it, and like as that's what I, that's what goes back to what I said at the beginning. Once you find something that you are so in love with and so passionate about that you can talk about bar fifty seven to yeah. someone else that's also no, part of it. That's actually a really it's good pretty point cool because you know? I I guess I didn't really think about it like because like we have a deadline that we have to open this show right, and it has to be quote unquote perfect, but like when you really think about it like there is no perfection especially in our craft mm -hmm. like we would always give notes like all the time like it doesn't matter how perfect the show is you're always like oh you could you know do this better on this little thing or this better on this and that's the cool thing about like musical theater i guess is like everything's very like moldable and like it has like its own like give and takes and then you have to like kind of just like shape it and it's like this whole living organism that you have to like maintain and um it's just it's crazy that like there there is no perfection i guess like you know like how we were talking about earlier arn is like that progression doesn't it just it it it, it happens and like you don't think about like oh, this is the moment where we're ready to open. It's just like, okay, this is good enough and we're yeah, going to yeah. go with it. Yeah. And then like, I guess like inevitably it's it's good enough for people to come and watch and like we're just good at our craft. But like we, we, we from the inside can't really tell. Like unless like, no, I don't know. Like even praise isn't really that good as a defining factor, honestly. Oh. It, it it has to you have to be happy with it yourself i think like yeah uh, like uh speaking from like like music theater shows like um when i'm in the pit things kind of just like run and you know i like so, the music just plays itself at some point and and you yeah have to, you kind of move with it because it is lifetime because there's so many moving parts and humans involved you have to you have to be a part of that and adjust a big a big part mm -hmm. of about any music performance is that lifetime adjustment and that's what separates like um you know practice from performance and that's what separates like you know performers from good performers they're able to adjust um to uh like uh, the piano how much pedal this the size of the hall how many people are in the hall um how are you feeling that day especially like all these oh. things yeah, all these things like you know hours and hours of practice for you know two hours on stage, an hour on stage, you know, one piece, like uh, those few minutes um, don't, don't give like a full re representation of how much work went into it or, or maybe yeah. they do. And, and you have to show everything in those, in the, in that time and, and then walk away from it because it is part of a progression. Like yeah. the recital is never the final production. The, the show is never the final thing. It's always a checkpoint on, exactly. especially for us as musicians. Um, as, because i mean we leave the show with them but we take the show with us and um uh, yeah. like you know it becomes part of our our learning process like you know victor went to my recital um as you know to bring vic back in like and 
I don't know. I, I was happy with the recital, but I was I wasn't like happy with the recital. Like, um, I I know. But I know what's funny about that is that like those little things. I think they're very specific just to like the people that know. Like I remember like finishing a show and like 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 you said earlier, dude. I, I I've had a really bad day on tour, and I was like, oh, dude, that was a, a, a terrible show. Like I missed a cue that like I wouldn't have usually. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, but like nobody really knew except us. Like it wasn't like for the, I mean, obviously you have to practice and like know your stuff and like yeah, be yeah. educated and, and enough. Yeah. To like make good decisions. But like aside from that, when you when it comes down to the performance of everything, dude, it's, it's just like almost out of your control. Once it's out there, it's out there. And, yeah. Yo, I got a crazy weird thought that I want to see if Ooh. I can fucking articulate it. Vic and Arn, you guys play soccer together, right? We do. Yes, so facts. imagine the soccer field being the score that we learn. We have to learn every single note. All the little black dots, we have to learn them as if they were the soccer field. So every blade of grass. Every blade of grass mm. or every note that we have to learn. For example, like for my senior recital, I played a Beethoven, I don't know what I played. But dude, it was like a 32 minute piece, okay? Jesus there are thousands. <laughs> I know your program though. G minor, oh, list minor, list consonants, um, yeah. and the uh, rhythm. I played a Schumann G minor, the Haydn, D, the Haydn, list. Yeah. That's G major. Anyway, I played a sonata that was one sonata was 32 minutes long. So like imagine how many black dots and black little notes, individual notes are in that piece, right? So imagine that's just a given. That's just what you have to learn and you have to learn it by memory, right? But imagine the interpretive side of it. So like, let's say that is the field that you play on, right? And you have a bunch of players playing and like they want to make the goal and whatever. But like if Arn passes the ball to Miguelito instead of Victor, you have to adjust to that. But if he passed it to you, dude, you have like a millisecond or two seconds to adjust to what you're going to do next. Yeah. And if you're going to shoot it, it's the same thing with music. That's tough, man. It's the same thing with music, bro. You have to, if something happens or if you learn or when you're improvising in jazz or when you're doing some shit or whatever, or when you're accompanying the singer, if like the soloist, the person that has the ball takes a little bit more time with that ball. translating it back to like let's say voice if you if you if if the person that's singing takes a little bit longer on that phrase everyone else you as the person that's accompanying or the person that's following defense offense whatever has to adjust to what that person with the ball is doing in that moment so it's super cool to like be able to see and be able to live in that realm where like Every second, every millisecond, every movement, every feeling of the note when you press it on the on the key, or everything counts. And so when you get to that realm, that's our job as inter- as artists, as musicians, as whatever. We have to get to that realm all the time. That's why we study. That's why we practice. That's why we learn. That's why we this. So that the football match, the soccer match, at the end of the day, seems like oh, that was just a good play. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, yeah. oh yeah, he, he passed it to he that guy. It, yeah. guy passed it to mm-hmm. that guy, and boom, they made a goal. Yeah. Dude, within the soccer field, you guys know that you guys did the the double oh, dribble. Oh, for sure. The yeah, we don't need to know the words because yeah, I one get person you. adjusted you feel me? and compensated. You feel me? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, this man made oh, a bicycle shit. kick today. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. kind of like that. I don't know. I, I, I use food with Mozart. I don't know. If the I think that was a good there. analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I, it sticks with me because it's true. Like after a game, like you guys, you, we remember every single little thing that happens. Like, exactly. oh, yo, Dude. that, that happened Dude. over here. Like okay, you were saying, so I'm telling you, we go to bars. Yeah. But that's bars. What we're <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. You, you know what? Remember, remember number seven that we were like we're a little bit off today, and we were like, I'm not, not exactly on point, dude. That's exactly what we talked about. It's the same shit. Yeah. That's it's just funny. like on a different, like you know, frequency. Just or, a different thing. It's just a different yeah. It's just a different yeah. It's just a different language that you're talking. That's all. Exactly. Which goes back to tie it all around back to we are fucking humans and we just find <laughs> shit that we can have fun with other fucking humans about with and we just do it you know what i mean yeah i feel that wow that I was good no i made a lot of sense and and i guess that's what i that, that that just ties back to the, the beginning of like what i what i what i what i said that everyone should if they can find something they love whether it be painting yeah. whether it be this whether it be that whatever blah blah, blah. You find something you love, stick to it, have fun with it, go deep in with it, because then like you can attach things, you can attach your own life to it, and you can attach when you're like in the most like I don't know. For me, I've been in in difficult situations in life. You know what I mean? Like just shit that life brings to you, things, whatever. We've all been there. We've all been in dark places. We've all done the whatever. When you attach yourself to something that you've created yourself as in like oh let me attach to music right now for a little bit distract yeah. my myself mm -hmm. my my soul my being whatever the fuck you want to call it to that for a little bit dude it's really refreshing it's really refreshing yeah. some people go and like filter their problems out with sport some people go and filter their problems out with music some people go and filter their problems out with socializing it's all the same shit and podcast. i think if we if we if podcast <laughs> if we start if we start um, making it not that, then it becomes something that it shouldn't ever be, you know? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Anyway. Actually, at this point, I feel like we filter out most of our stuff not through music anymore. Yeah, which is, which makes music yeah, exactly. our life. Now, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's dope. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty wild. It's a yeah. wild world out here. Yo, oh, for the songs of the week, we should, um, I think we should actually start trying, yeah, I think we should start doing this, Arn, like, fuck us two picking a song, let the guests pick a song. Yes. Okay. Oh. Yes. Yo, fuck us two picking, like, a song together, let the guests pick a song, and we each have our own song for the week. That's okay. smart. I like that. I've been, I was I like thinking about that throughout this, I was like, you know what, like, just let them pick a song, fuck it. Okay. Ooh. Okay, I have one song. It's right. called, it's in French. Um, but oh. it's pretty interesting. And I think this song has lived with me for a while now, not only because oh I'm obsessed with European like culture and shit, but like also the way that she sings, if, if you listen to this, like her name is Ute Lemper. She's a German singer, yeah. but she's singing in French and she's super cool. But the, the, the arrangement that there is, is exactly, will exactly depict what I was talking about earlier about the field. When you're on the field playing and like, Someone mm -hmm. takes a little longer with the ball. You got to all accommodate to like that person with the ball. It's the same thing, man. She will take breaths, but like the string quartet that is accompanying them, like the violin, viola, cello. And I think it's just violin, viola, and cello. Two violins, viola, and cello, I think is what are accompanying her. Okay. Um, they will exactly like follow what she does with her voice. And it's called Nemekitepa by Uta Lempa. 
Okay. I will send you the, yeah, send the link. I got one. You got one? This is a this is a song I've been fucking with recently. It's Forever featuring Mac Aries. Yo, Mac. I love that guy. Yo, I yeah, fucking love okay, that guy. Good. Yo. It's featuring Mac Aries and then it's by Sydney Franklin. Dude, this song fucking slaps. Okay. Yeah. Uh, awesome. My song awesome. of the week? I just, huh? How about my, yours? Uh, for me, I chose a, a Cancion de las Simples Cosas. Nice. No. Is that Buica? Yeah, yeah. Buica by Buica. It's something you guys showed me. And, um, you know, I. I Arne, just... I heard you say. Um, no, I heard that uh, on your earlier podcast, you, you said um, uh, one of my favorite songs ever. It's. Um, Soledad y el mar. Oh, yeah. I love that shit, yo. Honestly, yeah, Arm yeah. put me on because you put him on, I think. And, like, oh, I love okay. that song. <laughs> nice. yo, I love that shit. You listen to the podcast. Dude, it's beautiful. It's, so it's beautiful, good. bro. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I still just yeah. casually play. Like, bro, it'll be raining outside. I'll, like, open my window up a little bit. I'll be like, yo, I'll, drop, I, I'll just drop that song. I'm like, yo, this is just a vibe. <laughs> I can like, see the music. Straight up. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right, Vic, what about you? How about All you, right. man? Um, I picked this week. I picked Me Gustas Tu by Manu Chao. It's uh, like an alternative, like Spanish rock song. It's pretty dope. He actually has a little, like, he says some things in French. Like, I just think it's a, it's a nice little song. I've been listening to it for a while now. Me Gustas right. Tu by Manu Chao. This so, will all be on a playlist, correct? Yeah. yeah. That we can, like, I'm, follow up with? We've been keeping up to date with the songs. If you guys type in Not So Serious XM on Spotify, it is a playlist. Every week we will update it with the songs that we have. Um, that we have given you and suggested so just check that out all right thank hell you yeah hell that's yeah. a wrap and that's, that's a wrap, wrap. you guys Victor were great honestly orange shoe thank you guys for having uh, no thank you for me. being here thank hey, you uh, <laughs> uh thanks for everything this was super fun and i hope um yeah i hope it's it's, it's it was a good time i love it i love yeah, it thanks, guys. you guys were a great time honestly also, thanks to Havana Club. Oh, <laughs> we inspired half of this conversation. Oh, we have sponsors now. <laughs> yeah, we have, <laughs> we have sponsors. We're about to get shut down after this was. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in this week. Big thank you to Gio and Johan for giving us some of their time. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast or if you think someone else might enjoy the podcast, please share it, let them know. And with that, we'll be back next Wednesday at 12. Peace.